Hey, Mike. Hey, Kyle. How's it going? Hey, pretty good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Just watching the sounds Olympics. Good. Yeah, sounds good. What what event are you watching? It was the parallel bars. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sunu, Suni Lee won bronze. Hmm. She won gold on the four event thing, but she got bronze just now. Ah. And I like watching women's volleyball. Yeah. The, uh, especially the beach one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be a good one, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if we got two teams knocked out yesterday, we still have one team left. Ah. So two of the two of the American teams were knocked yeah, out. Yeah, were knocked out yesterday. Oh, okay. Huh. The men, the men and the women. What one women team and one man team, and then we still had one left. Uh, today. Ah. Yeah, the Canadians beat us in a tight one. Wow. Yeah. It's uh. I, it's kind of weird to think of Canadians as volleyball players. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they are. <laughs> I guess they have a beach somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably a bit a bit colder beach than. Could, could be people. indoors. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, indoor beach, climate controlled. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the beach, I'll be on the beach in a week. Oh, nice. Yeah. Where are you going? On, leaving on Friday to go down to Florida. Oh, be careful, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll be, uh, we're not going to be in like a touristy. Uh, oh, yeah. You're, you're, you're talking place. about that rental place or your, was it your dad's place? Yeah. My, my yeah. dad had a condo down there. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah, so that would be fun. Cool. Be I'm my glad that you get to take a vacation break. in like two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. Yeah. Yep. It'll be fun. Yeah. You get a whole week off then, or longer? Um, I'll be, let's see, I'll be down there for... Um, six six days. Yeah. So not yeah. So not not quite a full week, but yeah. But you're off for a full work week or longer. Um, I'm just off. Uh, basically, I'll I'll probably I'll probably be back at work the the day after I get back from uh, Florida. So um, so not quite a full week off, but. But uh, it'll be nice. Yeah, my company just texted everybody tonight and said, bring masks tomorrow. We're going to wear yeah. them again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we <clears throat> we have to wear ours again at, at work now, too. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't surprise me. It's... it's uh, doing exactly what they thought it would when they when they saw that people really stopped caring yeah 
I think it's only going to get worse before it gets better, unfortunately. But yeah, there are a lot too. of people taking shots now, so that's good. Sometimes it takes a $100 Walmart gift card to <laughs> to motivate people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't really care. Some people are like, well, why did, why did I get $100? I, I think if that's what it takes... Yeah, to, yeah. To, I, to be able to walk around normally, get those people a hundred dollar gift card. I'm like, yeah, I don't. I didn't need anything to motivate me to get it. I, yeah. Just the thought of getting the thought of getting sick is enough for me. Same, same. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy all the incentives and things that people are trying to come up with. Yeah. Just. Uh, just to try and keep people safe. Yeah, the more they get, though, the better off we'll be. In other words, in terms of non-hospitalizations, at least. Yeah. Yeah, which is good. Those people deserve a break. <laughs> oh, I know. Jeez, I can't Gonna even get imagine. A lot of people probably want to change occupations after this year. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, and that's not even like not even to mention like the food food service industry yeah. that that's really hurting right now too. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of people changing jobs. Yeah. All right. Well, um we have a couple of books to get into. Yeah. Um Detective Rorschach and Gen 13. <clears throat> Which was another tie. I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, we've been... we've had a lot of ties. I mean, it's like I don't know if somebody's fucking with us or what. But... <laughs> yeah, we've been on fire with the ties. It's all uh, all a big prank. Yeah. Yeah. It's so... it definitely keeps it interesting though. That's yeah, for sure. Because sure. now it. It feels like now, like there's, it's almost like there's more pressure on like what we pick, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta yeah, I ever. I, this is the first time I like pre-picked my books. I I like went to the app and I'm like, I'm gonna spend some time like poking around and seeing what I want to read and. Um. Yeah. So yeah. I actually, this first time I've actually prepared <laughs> yeah i usually don't either yeah. uh, sometimes i'll get on a little early and just kind of take a look around right yeah so do you want to start with the gen 13 book yeah yeah we can do that so um gen I 13 had... did you did you read it before no i had never read these um i i had always uh um always kind of had my eye on them but i had never read them yeah i um when i read it i was like real fond of it like uh this was around the time frame that you got like the second generation artists mm -hmm. like um you know your first generation image artists were you know jim lee and sylvestri and all those yeah and, and the second generation was like michael turner Mm -hmm. Um, J. Scott Campbell, uh, Travis Charest, Stephen Platt, um, that batch of people, mm -hmm. uh, Kapulu, you know, so that was like the second wave of 
popular artists that came out of it. And J. Scott Campbell was uh, one of Jim Lee's that that came out of that uh, Wildstorm studio. And uh, I liked it. When when I read it, it was one of my favorite books because I, I, I like, like, teenage teams. And I yeah. like that they were... Um, they weren't really a, a team of powered heroes. They sort of were forced to get their powers, you know? Yeah. Um, I, one thing I didn't notice, like I, I did notice the second, this is my second time I read them. I read them when they came out and it's been mm-hmm. that long. But <laughs> uh, I, I uh, one thing I noticed is like when, when I f- read it first, I never noticed that like J. Scott Campbell had flaws but mm. there's a certain panels, especially when you're like zoomed in, where his his feet he's oh, got yeah. problems with feet. They're real and, small. Uh, yeah, real they're small. they're 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 off, like way off of the yeah. d- the proportion of like Fairchild's legs. Like Fairchild's, yeah. she has long legs, and yeah. I, I know she like grew another two feet and just like popped out of her <laughs> outfit. When she, yeah. her powers manifested, but there, there's some panels in there with feet that I like recognized for the first time. I was like, "Wow, he has that Rob Liefeld thing going on." Oh, for uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. And it's like the the it, it's it's all of it, it. Pretty much, it's all of like the 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 heroes, like the buff characters. Yeah. They're, uh, it's like their bodies get smaller as they go down and the, the feet are just, it's just like a, a point almost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. Like when, like it, it was very noticeable reading it in panel view for sure. Oh yeah. Um, which is the way <laughs> I read it on my iPad. Uh, at least I read one of them like that and I was like, Oh, that's new. I didn't, I never noticed he had the feet problem. Uh, mm-hmm. His faces are beautiful. Like, oh yeah, the hair, the the face, uh, Fairchild's legs—they're pretty nice. They're long. <laughs> yeah, um, he's he's very uh, similar to Jim Lee. Yeah, he draws a great grunge too. Like for a stocky short guy, you know, because mm-hmm. gr- grunge is stocky and short. Yeah, and. Uh, the brother yeah. and sister threshold and I can't remember what the sister's name. They they have a weird relationship, man. Uh, is that is that Freefall? Is that the? No, Freefall is uh, Roxy. Oh, okay. I was thinking of uh, you have Roxy, Burnout, Grunge, and Fairchild. Okay. And that that and, and Rainmaker. Um, yeah. Yeah. So those are the five Gen 13. And then Threshold has a sister that worked for Ivana. Ivana worked with uh, the IO guy. Um, I'm trying to. Oh, Lynch. Uh, Lynch. So, like, yeah. if I don't know if you read them like 0, 1, 2, but yeah. 1 and 2 came out first, 0 oh, okay. came out later. So, um,. You would have already been introduced to the characters when Zero came out, and Zero took place like obviously afterward because they were separated and then rejoining again uh, oh, okay. in issue Zero. <clears throat> yeah, so, I was kind of thrown off by that. 
Yeah, so so issue zero is kind of confusing because they already know each other, and then you read one, mm-hmm. and, and um, I can't remember when issue zero came out, but it was definitely after one and one and two. Um, but what 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 were your thoughts on it, experiencing it for the first time? I mean, uh... well, it's definitely hard to keep track of the names. That's for sure. Um, I was trying to. <laughs> I, like while I was reading, I, I really, um, I mean, obviously, like Fairchild and Grunge, those two, I stood I, out. Yeah, those two stood out, and then the rest, I was just kind of. Well, Burnout's you know, just, Bo- Bobby. He's got the flame power. Yeah, and um, there's the Freefall. The one that you named is Roxy. She's got that purple sliver of hair, and she's oh, always yeah. hanging with Grunge. Yeah. Uh, Rainmaker's Native American, <clears throat> which you probably you get a lot of her in issue zero because she goes back to the reservation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it it def it it kind of reminded me of uh, it reminded me of is almost felt like a mix between like X Men and like Harbinger or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, I could see that. Um, more but, so uh, Harbinger. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were always on the run too from Harada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this uh, um, this Lynch guy is pretty much like against uh, bringing these bringing these people back or these uh, the, this program back. The right the... because he. Uh, Lynch, I don't, like I don't know if you know the history of the characters, but Lynch was uh, Gen Active in Team Seven, so he was he existed with like Deathblow, uh, Backlash, yeah, they, um, yeah, Grifter. Yeah, they mentioned that. They mentioned that somewhere in here that he was Gen Active. Yeah. And, team seven so there was team seven and then there's been every like generation there's like generation one but you don't they talk Mm -hmm. about generation 12 being unsuccessful and he didn't want to bring generation 13 back because generation 12 they're the parents of 13 right yes yeah okay and uh like you know that most of these characters don't have parents uh roxy has a stepmom because in issue zero they go to vegas and try to find her her stepmom yeah burnout you know his parents left him um i don't know much about rainmaker's parents it doesn't say much about her parents and fairchild's parents are dead and i don't know about grunges so I don't know if they were real close to their parents, <laughs> but did, but it did, sounds like their parents were Gen Active, so they might have been killed, you know, like in duty, or yeah. they might have uh, went into hiding and tried to put their children into hiding, so IO would not find them. I thought, um, I thought at one point they mentioned that the. All the I thought they said that all the Gen Twelve um, people committed suicide. Oh, so that that explains why 
I thought that that's par- what their parents said. Are, are are gone. In other <laughs> words, mm-hmm. either suicide or murdered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But Ivana is the the one sexy woman that worked with Lynch that brought Gen Thirteen back, and Lynch mm-hmm. didn't want them to bring it back. And then she's working with Threshold and Threshold's sister. And Threshold poses as another character when they have the breakout. And yeah. then he he becomes Threshold again because he, he wants them to go in and attack. And really what he's doing is getting them into trouble again. And Fairchild, was she's the smart one, right? She's got the college degree and mm-hmm. she, she wants – she even summer was coming and she wanted to get an internship you know like so she can not wouldn't have to go home for the summer and get a job and she wanted to get that job yeah she wanted to stay back in academics so Mm -hmm. she's the smart one she she's the one that doesn't go back all the others go back yeah, and she wasn't she wasn't cool with uh, killing those guys either. Yeah, and a lot of the ones that that went along uh, were were okay with killing those guys. Yeah, and when they get there, none of them have powers, and then they start testing on their bodies. They even mm-hmm. put them in like cryogenic tubes and inject them with all kinds of stuff and and they're um, just they're just trying to like activate their power right yeah and i think one night fairchild gets really sick um yeah she's trying to go to the infirmary or whatever she's going and then she runs into to grunge and um free fall and uh she becomes gen active like she busts out grunge is like oh my god (laughs) this is like sexy time yeah and he gives her his shirt (laughs) because she busts out of hers and roxy's like you know uh keep it in your pants (laughs) yeah and then uh roxy gen activates when they're escaping and uh she she shows some of her free fall powers and they really don't show in one or two um rainmaker and burnout until the end when they're you know with threshold or his alias whatever his name was at the time um thomas or something like that i can't remember what it was yeah i think it was thomas So they were gen active, but they didn't show you the process of them becoming gen active. And grunge still is not uh, activated mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, they only have these three issues on the app. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, it. Was an abrupt ending for sure. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of confused by that. What what we were reading is the um, image issues uh, before Wildstorm got sold to DC. So they do have some um, Gen 13 comics, but they were all 
after they were DC. Yeah. Which it, it kind of like lost a little bit of the magic in terms of the, in my opinion, in terms of the the way they were written like a family. They're kind of like like a family unit. Um, mm-hmm. They're all orphans. Yeah. And uh, they become their their own family with Lynch is kind of like their father. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a lot of like bickering amongst themselves and stuff like that. So it is definitely kind of feels like a, a family. Yeah. But uh, if you get a chance it's a pretty good series to read um it spawns off another series called deviate deviates deviates mm-hmm. uh sp- the comic is called dv8 yeah and, uh they're sort of io generated as well but they're they're kind of like the bad guy to our to gen 13's good guys um and if you think of what a deviant is, <laughs> kind of <laughs> yeah. kind of gives the, the title. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's a fun series. At the time that it came out, I liked it more than Wildcats. But I think now I like Wildcats more. So it just was at the time. <laughs> but yeah, it ends with uh, Fairchild like waking up and. Uh realizing what she had like a vision or something and saw what happened that that they were betrayed and uh then it kind of ends with her saying she's gonna go rescue the rest of uh her friends and i was wrong um zero did come out first so it's weird that it's weird that it's written that way yeah, because it assumes that the way Zero's written, it's like they're off on their own. They all have their powers, and yeah. they're reunited. They, they reunite. Yeah. yeah, they they reunite at the end, and mm-hmm. then you get into one, and it's like a flashback how we all met. Right. Right. So yeah. its cover date was September 1994, and uh, the first issue came came out in March of 1995. Hmm. But I I still don't think that's right because uh, the first appearance is listed as issue one, so maybe the date is wrong. I'll have to find that out. (laughs) Yeah, That's what my database says, but I I don't know. The um, the 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 like the cover for two, the cover for two has uh, just where the artist signed it. It says ninety three. I mean that doesn't mean it came out then, but that's interesting because the yeah the covers that I'm seeing don't match. Yeah, they don't match the. Uh the series we're reading <laughs> zero does but um that is definitely number one because i i know 
I know I remember the story. I just don't know if the covers were re because if you look at the covers, they have a DC emblem yeah, on have... it, and they don't have the image emblem. Right. So I, I don't know if they were like regenerated for the trade, or I mean, because because yeah. the hardcover came out fairly recent, and maybe yeah. that's why they only have three issues. <laughs> yeah, they probably updated the cover with that DC logo. So, um, yeah, the the writers were Brandon Choi and uh, J. Scott Campbell with uh, J. Scott Campbell on art. And I think Jim Lee's credited as well, right? Yeah. That's Um, part of the story. Well, and it's also funny that Zero and Two have, like, the newer DC logo, and then Issue One has the older DC logo on it. Yeah. Like they scanned them in from different uh, times, yeah. Different trades or something. Yeah. And the artists on Zero, because there's several stories. There, they have a story of Fairchild. They have a story of Burnout and Rainmaker, and then one of Roxy, and Grunge, and then they have one of Lynch, and then they kind of all unite. But uh, there's several artists on that one. They have Alex Gardner, Gary Martin, J. Scott Campbell, Jim Lee, Mark Farmer, Richard Johnson, Travis Terrest, who we just talked about. Yeah. Um, so there, there's several uh, art teams on that. And this one I do have a full run of. Not all the alternate covers, but I do have a full run of it. It went uh, quite the distance. It went to 77. Wow. Well, I am missing one 3D issue. There's there's a 3D 3D issue in 1997. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So, did you like it? Or is it was it kind of like not far enough for you to to gauge that because you really don't get them yeah. together. It was really quick. Yeah, it was uh, the three those three issues. It was like, um, I mean, issue zero, like you could kind of see how they interacted a little better because it was further along in the story. Yeah, um, and they they were kind of paired up with, with um, there was like two of them in each of the different little stories. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was good. I just, yeah, I, I think, uh, I think there just wasn't enough, you know, like yeah. it wasn't enough. Uh, Needed another it, two, three issues. Yeah. It was just, it was so much introduction really. That, that yeah. was like bulk of it. But yeah, it was good. The uh, th- yeah, the 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 ladies are definitely uh, nice looking. Yeah, one thing that's odd though, I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, their Ivana has threshold and the his sister working underneath uh, <clears throat> underneath um, her, 
And there's a scene where Threshold, this is after Thomas turns back to Threshold, and um, his sister says, yeah, my brother will come through, and Ivana was starting to doubt it. Um, and then they reu reunite when they escape, and the way that Threshold is holding his sister, <laughs> it looks really weird. It looks very sexual, the way they're holding each other. Um, yeah, well, they make a... They make a... Um... Uh, she makes a comment in one of the issues, like, maybe we aren't brother and sister. Yeah. Like, like something like that. And um, she says something else, too, like, um, uh, let's see. Uh, I know yeah, they refer to each other as brother and sister, whether they are biologically brother and sister i don't know at this point yeah. i don't remember even if they are yeah i just remember she made a comment like maybe we aren't brother and sister like and and then she said something that was um something that was pretty like sexual um yeah. and he was he was like oh stop it or whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> and if you look the way he drew them, they were the way they were holding each other definitely does not look like a brother and sister would hold each other. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's that almost looks... like reading old issues of Harbinger because there was really <laughs> weird sexual things happening in that that book. <laughs> well, I don't know if you if you ever read like the original Unity. Uh yeah yeah I but did read the do original. Do you remember um, the, the 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 one that starts at Erica Pierce? Yeah, her, the mom. The, the, the mom, mom yeah, and the, her the son. son. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember how weird that came across? Oh yeah, that they, was yeah. weird. It was almost like there was uh, like a sexual thing going on there. Oh, but there was, was for sure, yeah. And it that's... was mom and son. It was so weird. Yeah, it was almost like it was almost it was almost like she was she was in charge, but it was almost like she kind of did whatever he wanted her to do. Yeah. Um, and it got really weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this kind of looked like. Just like a weird you know, brother yeah. and sister, if they truly are brother and sister. Because I didn't yeah. remember the reference that you said where she said, I don't know if we are brother or sister, but I don't remember that. But Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't find which issue it was in, but I distinctly remember that because they were – the way they were holding each other, I thought, I thought like, do they – are these two, like um, – Lovers? <laughs> yeah, and – well, yeah, and then they were kept calling each other brother and sister, and I was like, huh. But yeah, I remember <laughs> that uh, that reference. Yeah. So, do you want to jump into uh, Detective Comics? Yeah. So this one, I I had to jump ahead because I was really behind in Detective. Yeah. So um, I I did what you said, and I took off from. Um, after the future state. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, was that 1034? 
Yeah. I I didn't read the one that came out like last week. Okay. But I I, I read 1034 through 1039. Okay. Yeah, I so I read for, I read through 40. Um but yeah. It all in all of it too um was part of the same uh arc, which was nice. Yeah, this this was the same arc and then the one that you read started a new arc. Uh but, but it's it, re, it's related. Well, it's it's like it's pretty much continued. Um it, it's all the same it's all the same characters. It's 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 still continuing the um it's continuing the story with Worth and uh Penguin and um the that Hugh Vile guy. Yeah. <clears throat> and so this, uh this is written by Tamaki and drawn by Dan Mora and uh Bognovic. Mm-hmm. Bogdanovic. And uh I really like the art teams for sure. Yeah. I, I think they yeah. I think they draw this guy worth like a superhuman though. He he looks bigger than Bane. He looks huge. I He's mean, like he he looks he looks like Vandal Savage. You oh know? yeah, but He's even like, when uh, Batman's against him though, he oh yeah the the proportion is is he looks like Bad Rock or the Thing or something like he There's, looks big. Yeah, there's the one like fight scene where he just grabs Batman's head with one hand, yeah. and his his hand is like basically like covering his whole head. And Worth is not like uh, he he doesn't seem to have superpowers, but uh, he can hold his own against Batman for sure. He seems fearless. Yeah, um, he's just and- a crazy nutball. Yeah, he seems like he's into the crime, and he's the, maybe the second richest family in Gotham. Um, and he loses his daughter because this is sort of a murder mystery, and I like that. I liked. Yeah, that's I, the way. I, I, yeah, yeah, I like the that's way. That's the it way was. Dete- detective should be is a yeah. murder mystery. But it uh, it it kind of starts off with the um, this. Uh, uh, this mayor, like with he's having like a like a a banquet or whatever. Um, yeah, because he wants to get rid of crime in Gotham. Uh, oh, it's a fundraiser, and yeah. and they, they mention that he's had like a bunch of fundraisers. Like he keeps having a bunch of different fundraisers, um, trying basically trying to. Uh, I think he's trying to fund the. Um, uh his new his new police force you know yeah um but then like the the uh the joker war guys kind of break in um and the uh uh the uh the mayor or somebody on his staff kind of makes the comment like, why is it taking the police so long to get here? Yeah. <laughs> Cause these Joker guys are just firing on people and Bruce sneaks away, um, to suit up. But, uh, but the, um, the mayor is kind of rushed out 
to to keep him safe and then bruce has like a big or batman has a big fight with these joker guys um and so batman gets credit for kind of saving the day which the mayor probably hates um and uh they they kind of show that now now without all without Wayne Manor and and all of his uh, fortune, Bruce has had to get creative with his Batcave. So he's got um, he's got multiple like Batcaves throughout the city, kind of linked linked um, within the sewers. <laughs> um, so he can kind of move around, and he's got. Um, he's like a living cave. in a he's like living in a new neighborhood because yeah. of his financial status, I guess. After the Joker War, yeah, he's in like a like a kind of like a brownstone. Yeah, and he he's he he meets a lot of people through his neighbor. Like she's she wants to drag him along, and he's like, oh no, I gotta, I'm trying to avoid her, and she caught me. <laughs> And she invites him to a party where he gets introduced to a lot of people that I think he knew, but they're sort of all well-to-do. Um, yeah, high society. Status, high society. Yeah. Uh, and the one is like a reporter that's kind of hanging out there. Yeah, I liked that... her character. Yeah. Um, I liked her a lot, and um, I liked the character that they introduced that the Huntress liked, you know, the huntress was her protector. Yeah, the girl I, with the I cat. Felt, yeah. I felt really bad for her because yeah. it seemed like we got to know her better than any of the others, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, huntress just would protect her all the time, and and then one day she's, she's sort of dead, and she thinks the boyfriend did it, and there's a lot of serial killing going on now, so... Um, there's a lot of red herrings that lead you in one direction. Oh, is the boyfriend the one that killed her or is it not? Because he was using her credit cards and all kinds of stuff. And, um, she, she was murdered. And then Sarah worth was murdered, which sets off the rich guy worth, uh, which starts his war on Gotham because he he, he believes that Bruce killed her. Yeah, and uh, Batman assisted it, I, I guess. Um, yeah, because they found <clears throat> Batman was found in the in the sewer tunnel with her body. Her body, um, yeah. But that was kind of right as as Batman was discovering her. Right, and they introduce a a, a guy that works for the mayor, and he always seems to be around, and uh, he turns out to be like a a parasite type mm-hmm. character a parasites in his body uh, that allows him to control other people and uh, uh, they can you know manif- they're like an extension of him but he's got the parasite in his body he's almost like an alien and then it gives his backstory his name is vile so yeah. I, I think I think that character's been um has never been um shown before this series i think he's new yeah it's kind of like a yeah it was like an alien parasite yeah. and so is worth and and the issues i read um 
Vile is the main bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Worth, Worth does a lot more damage in terms of destruction yeah. and killing people, but they're almost like in co- cohoot. What is the word? Cahoots. Cahoots. Or... Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're. I don't think they. They're kind of in cahoots, but I don't think they really know it, right? Like they don't. They, really they know. don't know it. He doesn't. I think Vile killed his daughter. Yeah, yeah, I do too. And um, he definitely does not know that, but he's using yeah. he's using Worth as a means to distract because yeah. uh, he gets away. Um, Vile gets away. So does Worth at the end of this series. Uh, there, there's one time where Worth is arrested because he takes a bazooka to the police station, <laughs> and uh, he he gets out like the day the same day that he's put in. Well, they uh, yeah, so they when they arrested Bruce for Sarah's murder, um, all the cops like evacuated the station, and Worth blew the station up with the bazooka to try to kill Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. He really hates Wayne, though. Like oh, the way yeah. the artist depicts him, he's he's always like anger, like a hundred percent. He's infuriated with. Er- he's just angry. And he's just like a loose cannon too. Like he just goes off and does stuff. Yeah. But uh, then uh, another kind of weird twist in this was Lady Clayface. Yeah, that um, that came out of like uh, nowhere. <laughs> Yeah. And it never really explained, at least in the issues that I read, how she uh, had this weird link with that Sarah, you know, like, um, why was she, her face showing up? She witnessed her death, I think. Yeah. So they, they did say, um, and maybe it was in, it might've been in issue, uh, 1040, um, that they said, um, but uh, Lady Clayface was basically uh, collateral damage in the Arkham um, explosion. Mm -hmm. Like she was in the Arkham explosion and. Did she sort uh, of lose her abilities? Cause she she seems to like have trouble forming, you know, or changing. uh, I think she, she like, she like kind of like melted, I guess, and and uh, she kind of melted, and I think she went into the sewer, and that's where she saw um, Sarah get murdered. Um, and then since that was kind of, I guess since that was like a traumatic seeing seeing that was a traumatic thing, she now can form into Sarah, um, but I guess nothing else at the moment. Yeah, that was odd. Yeah. <clears throat> Cause I was like, do they have a zombie? Cause there's an issue where they show Sarah like coming back from the dead and she's walking yeah. around. I had no idea it was Clayface at that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, um, there's kind of a it's it's interesting how how all the different uh villains kind of get involved so like 
Worth Worth is like hell bent on getting revenge for his daughter, and he he's not really even concerned about justice. He wants revenge, basically. Yeah. Um, and uh, and he gets Penguin involved. Yeah, Penguin is like Penguin is like struggling like with being like a has been because um, people don't take him seriously anymore. So because of that, it kind of motivates him to get involved with Worth. So he's kind of working with Worth a little bit towards the end. Yeah, I just can't believe all the weapons that Worth had. He, like, he burned Gotham to the ground <laughs> trying oh, to find to Bruce and Batman. <laughs> And then, uh, well, and then um, in 1038, uh, Vile, Vile uh, meets Worth and, and tells him that uh, they're, they're similar in, in the, the things that they want and that they should work together. Little does he know, though, that he killed his daughter. I yeah. think that would change uh, things dramatically. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, because he kind of wants to just be his parasite, you know, be in the background doing stuff because he can control people. I don't think he wants to be in the limelight. No, he just—it's <clears throat> like he just needs to feed his parasite. <clears throat> yeah. And there's a scene at the end in the climax where. Batman, Huntress, and him are fighting, and he possesses Huntress. And um, <clears throat> Batman uses... He, he knows that the parasite is weak to light, so he uses, like, a flash grenade to uh, get them off, and then Vile escapes, and Helena and the reporter both go to the hospital... But uh, in the aftermath of this, there's several deaths. There's another guy that works for the mayor that dies. Mm -hmm. um, he was being controlled by the parasite. Uh, there, there, there was the girl, the woman that Huntress was protecting with the cat. Um, yeah. Yeah, and so I think the guy that, the other guy that was working for the mayor, I think he was the one that killed Sarah. Um, but he was being controlled by controlled. the the, par the parasite, yeah. and then he, the he was uh... in control of his own body. That's where they found that weird stuff, and Huntress like sort of gave that material or radioed into Oracle. Oracle kind of plays a a character in the background working with Huntress. Yeah, um, and luckily. Yeah, luckily she got the information to Oracle because then Oracle was able to kind of relay um or Oracle was able to figure out like what um what would defeat what would defeat the the virus or whatever it is. Yeah. The the parasite and and Huntress uh I think it was Huntress. Yeah, Huntress was like fighting Batman, but she was fighting against the parasite too and she kind of told batman how to beat it mm -hmm. um and that's when he had his little flash grenade i really like the art in um 
1039, like when they're um, Batman and Huntress are fighting and, and Vile is there too. Yeah. I, I like uh, Bug. Bognognovic or whatever how you want to say it I yeah I think his art was slightly better than Mora's um yeah his art's really it's good so, it's so exaggerated and larger than life I love the way he draws the the villains and in Batman and the Huntress yeah he just he draws Batman with like a rough edge to him you know yeah. like he he doesn't look like the polished superhero. He looks like a like a a back alley like brawler, you know. Well, they do make him. Um, she when she writes him, she writes him pretty vulnerable in this uh, detective series. Yeah. Uh, he seems more like defeatable, whereas in other incarnations, sometimes Batman could take on the whole league. And, yeah, uh, he's you can't... so. Yeah, it's it's sometimes he's he's too smart and yeah. too good. Yeah. But he's struggling here with another billionaire. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Normally if he was in, in one incarnation he he would have taken this guy out a long time ago. <laughs> well and he's he's kinda new to this life right now, you know? Yeah. He he doesn't have all of his money. He's, his resources, he doesn't have Alfred. Yeah, Robin's so off on his own. Yeah, he he really is kind of relying on himself here. They do have a uh, spoiler and Batgirl show up in a few issues. Yeah, uh, but their role is like very limited, and Nightwing is there helping at at some point. Mm-hmm. But uh, he never says a word. He's just you just see him there helping. Um, yeah, but it was each, good though. Uh, I liked it. I really liked the backups in all of them because the backups all like play like were part of the the overall story. Um, yeah, one just, gave an they, origin of Vile. Um, one gave us Robin, like a prequel to the Robin series. Oh uh, yeah, and that's where Batgirl and and Spoiler show up. They show up to um to uh, stop Penguin. Um, yeah. When he's trying to sell a bunch of weapons or move a bunch of weapons. Right. Um, and, and that gives, like, the Penguin's backstory in this situation, too. Um, yeah, and then they have one on, on Vile, too. They've got a backup on him that's got mm-hmm. his, like, background, which was really They crazy. have one through the reporter's perspective. I liked that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought she was a really good, strong character, like um, mm-hmm. like a true reporter. Like, she didn't care who's good or who's bad. I just want to report the truth. <laughs> I, yeah, I kind of like that. The uh, um, the backup in forty is a Man Bat backup. Oh, nice! It's, cool. it's nice. Batman and Man Bat. I wasn't sure if you'd have that one because that one just. I just came got out. it. Yeah. Yeah, I just got it. Uh, I just got it yesterday. So yeah. Because yeah. I did get that one, I think on Saturday, but I, I didn't get to it. But I really there, enjoyed this. This was a fun ride. Um, there's a great. 
there's a great scene in uh um so issue 40 is it's all about it's all about Bruce Wayne in uh in um in jail because he turns so, himself in at 139 or he says yeah. he's going to yeah, he turns himself in. So he's in like the he's just in like the little holding cell where they Right, cuz put... he was he was in jail originally when they burned down the police station. Yeah. So yeah, he's just this... turning himself back in. Yeah, and and it's funny cuz the cops there are like um like why is Bruce Wayne here? I thought we released him and one cop's like we didn't. They blew up the <laughs> They blew up the police station. And then, uh, but anyways, like, there's a really cool scene in here in 40. Um, because there, there's a bunch of people in the cell with him. Because um, mm-hmm. it's like, it's basically like the drunk tank. Yeah. Um, and so there's, like, homeless guys. And there's, so Bruce is sitting next to this drunk guy. And, uh the drunk guy says, um, you know what, you're, you know what I know. And he said, and Bruce says what? And he says, you're Bruce Wayne. And Bruce says, yes, I am. And the guy goes, you know what else I know? You're Batman. And, uh, so Bruce is (laughs) like, so Bruce is like, so how do you figure that? And so the guy tells him this story of like years ago, like he was like, um, he was an employee at this like <clears throat> warehouse and he was on like the night shift by himself and <clears throat> um joke batman and joker like came through the building like fighting like crashed through the building fighting each other and uh the guy sneaks out to the roof to get to like a safe spot and after the fight, Batman comes up on the roof and doesn't see the guy there. And he lifts his mask up to, like, take a piece of glass, like, out of his mask. Oh, out of his face, yeah. Yeah, and so the guy saw, saw him, lift, him. Lift, lift his mask up. Um, but then the guy, the guy, and the guy's drunk, too, like... And then he kind of goes through all the reasoning of why why it makes sense that Bruce Wayne is Batman, and it's just perfect. Um, mm-hmm. But then uh, then the guy like passes out, and in the ne- the next morning when they they release Bruce, the guy kind of wakes up and he has no memory of even meeting Bruce Wayne or even telling that story. <laughs> How does he pass out? Was he drunk or? Yeah, he was drunk when he was talking to him, and um, he just kind of like nods off and falls asleep uh, while they're talking, and then the next morning um, they open the cell and Bruce is still sitting there and the guy's kind of sleeping and the guy wakes up and um, the guy. I wonder asks, if Bruce did anything to him. <laughs> No, I don't think so. Um, but but Bruce does talk to him like as the guy's waking up, the, he asks Bruce what day it is. Is it Sunday or Monday? And Bruce says Monday. And um, 
the guy doesn't even recognize him. Like he doesn't even remember talking to him the night before. Yeah. Um, so it's almost kind of like Bruce was checking to see like if he remembered what he had said. But yeah, it was. Uh, it's a good, good little scene. Cool. <clears throat> but yeah, I really like. Uh, I li- really like how Detective is going. Yeah, I like the way they make it more. He he's a little more <clears throat> vulnerable and more like a detective. Yeah. Like the story is more mystery related. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and putting together the pieces and the mix and all that stuff. Yeah, I enjoyed this arc. It was good. Um, That takes us to our our last book, which is Rorschach, uh, (laughs) covered 8 through 10. Um, Yeah. This this one adds a lot. Um, My my favorite of the issues was 8, because in 8 – the detective is interviewing three people that were on the ranch. One mm-hmm. guy was like a helper guy. One guy was a psychiatrist. And the other guy, uh, I can't remember what he was. The uh, lawyer. The lawyer. Lawyer. Yeah. Because he's he trying to do... to do the will. Yeah. Um, so they're at the ranch, and uh, the kid is with uh, Meyerson. Mm-hmm. And uh, it tells the the perspective of three different people who are getting questioned by the detective and the way it's told is pretty neat. Like you'll have the first row is the, the lawyer and the second row is the uh, psychiatrist. And the third row is the guy that was helping out. Yeah. He's like a handyman. Yeah. And uh, they all sort of do the same test too is um like for instance, in one one panel, the kid takes them all out where they are actually shooting a rifle, and uh, they're trying to hit the target, which is happens to be the comedian button. Because they uh, and they built a stage too. Yeah, like, they yeah. Built a, a stage like it would be at the presidential thing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they couldn't hit the targets. They were like, man, this is damn near impossible. And the third guy is a good, you know, he's familiar with guns and uh, he wasn't able yeah. to hit the target. And then, you know, the kid obviously comes in and hits the target. Well, the, the, yeah, the guy said it was the way they had it set up was impossible. You'd have to have military training or even better and, and a better rifle. Yeah. Uh, he said with the gun she had, um, that gun is for hitting deer at a quarter of that distance. <laughs> yeah, and she like she had practiced to where she could nail it every time. Yeah, but it it gets really dark in these issues. Well, even the <laughs> detective though, he gets frustrated and he starts punching those dudes like in the face. Yeah, I couldn't believe that he was beating <laughs> those guys. Yeah. Cause they none but of they them all... seem none of them seem guilty or trying to hide anything. Well, and they all they all of their stories match up. Like, yeah. They the way they tell about everything that happens there it all matches and that makes the detective even more mad because he thinks they're they like planned it. Yeah. So every time he does that, he punches them in the face. Yeah. <laughs> 
But it's it's so it's so good though. It's like um, it like you can you can feel like you can feel how crazy like the situation um, how crazy the situation seems afterwards. But then the yeah. way that they the way that they talk about it, it's like, well, no, we never had any reason to think something was wrong. They're just a little weird, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite of the of the it, three it was really really well written yeah that that issue was really good and then the other two one focuses on the guy that they used to get the passes and his secretary yeah so and the secretary ends up killing herself which really sucks because she seems like she was the innocent one <laughs> like just working for that guy and the got caught up in this and um... well she felt she felt gu- well she felt guilty i think but also too she was terrified because that that other candidate knew about um the the way they the way they kind of write it 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 makes you think that the other candidate knew about the assassination the, yeah, the attempt. Yeah. Um, but they make it the the other part of the story is they make it look like Redford was behind. Yeah, the whole Red, thing. Because Redford gave him those passes. Yeah, he but gave him the passes to go and make the assassination, which wasn't successful. So we're still trying to figure out who's behind it, and there's lots of like red herrings, so we don't know what the yeah we don't really know and then there's some more frank miller stuff <laughs> that's weird yeah that is really weird i every time i see see frank miller it's just i'm trying to figure out because the way I, I guess he's just like another um just another comic book writer you know yeah in the story. he is um but he yeah he seems that's... to have a big part though in where they're going um, or, or know something for sure. Yeah. And then it talks about his um, financial situation because of the will and selling his art and who's mm-hmm. going to get everything. And it's he, he did this will because he he knows he's going to die. I think <laughs> in the, this yeah. attempt. It, it's weird. I can't wait to see the twist at the end for sure yeah because there's a lot of hints but they're all leading in different directions (laughs) so one thing i that i thought was really weird in um issue 10 that i'm still trying to figure out is so the detective was the detective was talking to the guy that works on the Redford campaign. Uh, yeah, I uh, thought he was like a security guy, but why was he talking to him? But he yeah. did get his fingerprints. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. And so before he gets his fingerprint, though, he he opens the safe that was in that had um, that beer. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was in Oates' um, room, and the, the safe had that beer bottle, and that's the bottle that the guy has, I think, at the at the table when they're talking. Right. So I think I think he has something to do with it because he knew that that safe had cash in it and uh, yeah. the bottle, right? Yeah. So yeah, I I think that guy's involved, and I think he knows it. Mm. Yeah. But he's he's acting all innocent for sure. Yeah, and he's acting really, really surprised. But yeah. Um, but yeah, he he basically says like, um, he basically says that since Redford is the president, he kind of had to give those, or he had to give those passes, because um, I guess the president has so many passes or whatever that they can give out. Um, and so I guess as like a courtesy or whatever, he had to give those passes, but then by doing that, it makes him look guilty, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This is a really, this is my, the series that I just like this one in strange adventures are like some of my favorites. (laughs) Yeah. He's really winning me over and um, I'm looking forward to diving. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to diving into a Supergirl too, just to see where, where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so deep and this, this series specifically is like getting so dark and like weird, (laughs) like, creepy <laughs> plus you have that weird uh a couple issues ago the the link to dr manhattan on the recording mm, like mm-hmm. like there is that weird stuff yeah the when tape. they were, they we're, were, were listening for we're like we're only a like M- myerson or somebody could hear it i can't remember if it's frank or myerson but myerson nobody, nobody told... else could hear it anything <laughs> Yeah, I think Meyerson heard it first, and then he got Frank Miller to say that he heard it too. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of weird shit going on. I can't wait to to see who's behind what. I I still think. What here's what I think. I don't think Redford's behind it. I don't yeah. think his guy's behind it. I think it's the the candidate. That's what I think. You think it? I it think was that he, he, Tur- he, Turley making. I think make... Tur- Turley's making this thing um, happen. Yeah. For, so he can win the election, but. Yeah. That that is what I think is going to be the surprise, but they're definitely leading us to think it's at least at the end of ten that that it's that security guy or whatever he is to Redford. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure yeah. with the beer bottle, and uh, they zoom in on the the bottle, and you see the fingerprint. I know, so, so yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll mm. see. The, the whole thing is so weird because you have That's that the... whole blood on the floor thing too. <laughs> like where? Yeah, in that guy. So he took out the carpet because they realized the carpet was short. Like, why was the, the carpet done not done professionally? <laughs> yeah, the detective noticed the carpet looked off. Um, yeah, and it—I guess it was just like stapled down or whatever. But but it was but, short on the wall, like it didn't go yeah. flush. 
because you usually go with the the floorboards. Yeah. And there there was like a gap between the carpet and the floorboard, and that's when he rips out the carpet, and there's this huge blood, you know, stain. What was interesting was so that Oats guy, he was originally like, he was originally contacted because they were given. They were given names of like private security guys who had 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 experience on campaigns before, and Meyerson wanted to know like which ones what would was, be willing to help him. Well, he wanted to know like what it was going to be like at the at the convention center. Like he wanted to know like all about the security and like. And 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 what it would what it would take to actually make an assassination, and they used the premise of like Meyerson was going to be writing something new about like an election. Yeah. And so it was like part of his story, but he got turned down by everyone except for this Oates guy, and then it kind of turns to where that now Oates is actually helping them do it. <laughs> Yeah. Because that guy's missing. The guy with the secretary, right? Like he's... Well, he's... They found his body. Oh, uh, shit. He was the guy, the burn guy. Or the guy yeah, that... Yeah. Yeah. He was... Uh, I forgot. Yeah, that's he right. He was in the in the septic tank. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I, I liked that scene, too, where the where the detective was at the house looking around when he found the carpet and then he he pulled it back saw the blood and the kid the whole time is like um the whole time the kid was like basically t- almost like talking to him yeah um and uh i i really liked that that was cool um cuz he sees the blood and she's like, Oh, that that's probably from me getting shot in the arm. Mm -hmm. Um, Nothing to get excited about. (laughs) And the guy's like, no, the stain's too big. This isn't an arm wound. Yeah. And then he starts digging deeper. And then there's the, they had the sketch on the wall that Meyerson did of Rorschach. Mm -hmm. And he moved the sketch and there was the bullet hole in the wall. Right. (laughs) Yeah, that I really liked that scene. That was cool. Yeah, this is a turning out to be a really interesting story. Yeah, both both of them <laughs> mysteries. Um, mm-hmm. We we still don't know for sure what's happening in Strange Adventures either. You know, mm-hmm. we're, yeah. we're giving a lot of clues, which we could think could go well, one way but we don't know and if he's yeah. gonna pull a fast one on us for sure we're kind of in that one we're kind of led to believe that adam that is, adam traded his his, his daughter for yeah yeah he, he uh sacrificed earth to save ran that's the yeah. essential thing yeah <clears throat> against his and his wife doesn't know about it. <laughs> De- yeah. Definitely the link with his daughter. But Mr. Terrific might. He yeah. seems to be. A, he he seems to be the detective, 
mm-hmm. in Strange Adventures. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're they're very oh, yeah. similar stories. <laughs> there's there's similar mysteries going on. Um, yeah. 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 Tom oh. King is definitely on fire. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to pick uh, our new books? Yeah, I'm actually looking at the app now. So I'm going to pick a Death Blow. Death Blow. Volume 1, which is 1993, 1 through 4. Death Blow, 93, 1 through 4. Okay, um, let's see. And my other book is going to be um, Batman Aliens 1 through 2. Oh. That one I've never read before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't either. I will pick... Um... <clears throat> Okay. Oh, come on. I swear this app always freezes up on me when I'm looking for looking for books here. I don't have problems with the app filling out. I I have problems hitting. I wish it had a back button once I <laughs> drill in there. Um, yeah, that's. I know that's where I always get stuck too. Let's do. Um, so one of mine, I will do um, Arkham Asylum, the Grant Morrison one. Okay. It's uh, it's pretty much kind of like a trade, so. Right. I think it's probably. It was originally a hardcover. Yeah. But it's not a a big hardcover. It's like um, yeah, I 60 think it's probably pages or. It's probably 80 about, pages. I think it's about like four issues, maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, let's do. Uh, I'll do uh, Commandy. Um, let's do. Uh, I don't know, the, 
let's see, maybe the first, uh, I don't know, three issues or two issues? Of the Last Boy on Earth, the <clears throat> Jack Kirby one? Yeah. We could do three. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. So the choices are Death Blow, 1993, 1 through 4, Commandy, The Last Boy on Earth, 1 through 3, Batman Arkham Asylum, Hardcover, and uh, Batman Aliens, 1 through 2. So mm. those will be our, our pick-a-back issue. Do you have any ideas for uh, the other ones? Yeah, let's see here. Did you get Superman Authority? Uh, I did. Okay, um, do you want to do that one? Yeah, I only have... So, I only have the first issue of that. Yeah, so, so do I. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. <clears throat> okay. Superman Authority, number one. And did you get Blue and the Gold? I did, yeah. Could do that one. Yeah, let's do those. Those will be fun. Okay. Sounds like a plan, and uh, have a good vacation. Yeah, I will. It'll be awesome. <laughs> so you can reach uh, Kyle at kpettit5, and uh, I'm at Mike Myers Brunch and on the Twitter and then our our website is dcnoisepodcast.com. And on Facebook, you can also look for DC Noise Podcast and click the like button and follow all the episode threads there. Uh, and we'll meet again next time to talk about Superman Authority, Blue and the Gold, and uh, whatever wins, which is yeah. probably going to be a tie. <laughs> <laughs> which two will tie this time? Yeah. Or will we have a four-way tie? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I can't. I can't, I couldn't pick out of this bunch who will win. Um, and I don't know what people vote for. Do they vote for what they are familiar with and they read, or do they vote for something that they want to read? Yeah. I'd be yeah. curious. Um, but. Uh, because I, I always wonder, like, when people vote, have they read all the other stuff, or do they are they voting for what they know? You know, that's probably that would probably be my guess. If they're voting what for what they, they know. know. Yeah, yeah. So this one will be interesting. I'm I'm not yeah. sure what people would know out of this. Maybe Commandy. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. And. Uh, yeah. Enjoy your time at the beach and be safe. Yeah, we'll and, do. Uh, you too. Try to relax, man. That sounds like a good relaxing type of oh, vacation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I will for sure relax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, take it easy, Kyle, and we'll talk to you soon. Yep. You too, Mike. All right. Bye. Yep. See ya.